it was just this insane experience where I'm nervous and this horse is nervous and I'm in a completely different continent, like the other side of the world. I have to accept the fact that this is just all out of my comfort zone and I'm going to do it anyway. From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a ranch hand decides she's up for anything. After this. I'm Emmy Sperandio. I grew up in Central Florida. I had never left the continent before. Like, I haven't traveled internationally much. I never had the like confidence or money or time to do it before. I traveled to Namibia for the month of April and went to go work on a ranch out there. I got there and was walking around with one of the ranchers one day. And they're like, this wild horse, he's you know young too, but he's a stallion came in with their herd and just kind of joined their ranch horse herd. And she was like, if we can get him in a pen, this is your project while you're here. You can train this wild horse. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm qualified for this. (laughs) Are you sure? It's definitely not normal for a wild horse to choose to be domesticated, which is what makes this story kind of unique and funny. But it is normal for a horse to eventually get kicked out of their herd when they're a young stallion because this older stallion's gonna say, all right, it's time to go, you know, basically a parent kicking their kid out of the house. And if they're not strong enough, When they're out on their own, especially in that landscape and with that wildlife, they're not going to survive. And he ended up just kind of, I guess, bonding with the horses at the ranch and just stuck around and went into the pasture with them one day and never left. Like he could have left many times and just decided to hang out. I named him Kibo. It's a peak in Africa because Kibo had a mountain range on his neck. He was a paint horse, so he had all of these really like beautiful markings. And some of the markings looked like a pointy mountain range, like a peak. I had never worked with a wild horse before, and especially one that's used to such different wildlife than the wild horses in the U.S. So like they're super reactive and like ready to fight all the time. I wasn't even sure if I could do it. I was the first person, the first human interaction this horse has ever had. So I had to like make sure he was okay with a human being that close to him, basically. Like I had prepared him the best I could, but I also didn't have a whole lot of time. Like 30 days, I would take a lot longer for that whole process, but I only had a month there. I don't consider myself a horse trainer, but I've trained horses. (laughs) And I'm always nervous for that first ride just because you can prepare them as best as you can, but it's also a really unpredictable situation where it's frankly dangerous. And I knew in my head I was eight hours from a hospital on the other side of the world. And that really added to the anxiety, but I knew that it was something I had, had to do. I got on him and kind of started going through the motions of what we had been practicing on the ground, which is like, okay, move your hind end for me. 
um, flex your neck around, you know, be soft in the halter. Then we worked on forward movement. It was going really well, but he just spooked at one point when I pet his neck while I was on him because that's something that he needs to get used to. So it was necessary to do, you know, touch him and get, get him used to everything going on above him where I'm kind of out of his line of vision. But for a wild horse that that's number one predator is a leopard. Their first thought is, oh, a leopard's attacking my neck. So he spooked and I just flew off and landed right on my tailbone and immediately knew it was fractured. But uh, I think overall it was still a really good first ride. I got on him again the day before I flew out because I, w I didn't want my last ride on him to be me getting hurt. It was one of those lessons that taught me that I can do really hard things. I was never even one to want to travel that much because I just got so in my head about it and like didn't really like to take risks because I didn't trust that I'd be able to handle a lot of situations. And not that I hadn't been in them necessarily, but I never even like let myself try in a lot of circumstances try to figure it out, try to get myself out of those situations. I was always just like waiting for somebody to save me, if that makes sense. And it's the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, I was waiting for somebody to go with me to start traveling the world. We're all capable of way more than we think. Way more than we give ourselves credit for. That's something that people say to me all the time. They're like, no, I could never do that. I'm like, You'd be amazed at what you can do if you just give yourself the opportunities. I don't like think about the poetic phrasing of the things that hype myself up a lot, but I just always tell myself in like so many situations and opportunities, like it'll either be great or it won't. <laughs> like it'll either be like the best experience ever or the worst experience ever, and either way, I'll figure it out. I adapt. That's what I do now. Emmy Sperandio is a ranch hand and Western cinematographer. She lives in her horse trailer and goes coast to coast with her horses, dog, and currently a bison calf. She also travels internationally to explore agriculture around the world. You can find her on TikTok as at Steady Rain or on Instagram as at Emo Goat Mom. This story was produced by Tunvi Kumar. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening. <laughs>